What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Divi Crypto Podcast. I'm your co-host, Steve, and I'm here with Jason Nelson. And I am so excited to talk about his background and his content about cryptocurrency and blockchain. So how are you doing today, Jason? Hi, Steve. I'm well. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. For sure. For sure. So before we get into you know your your kind of empire of content that you've built and are building currently, what's your background like? What brought you into crypto space? Well, it's it's interesting because I had first heard about Bitcoin in 2013 through a Wired article, and but I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, that's neat, right? But then uh, it was around 2016. I had just got on Twitter. And I had just read uh, Atlas Shrugged. And a question that I had was if people were actually going to try to do something where they remove themselves from society, but they still need to do commerce, they still need to pay for things, how would they do it? So in the book, um, it was gold that they used. So I was like, well, that's not very practical. So what about Bitcoin? Why don't they use that? So I tweeted at the head of the Atlas Society, her name is uh, Jennifer Grossman, you know, what would Ayn Rand think of Bitcoin? And then she directed me towards Naomi Brockwell and Jeffrey Tucker. And so from those two sources, I expanded into the broader crypto space where I met, you know, Crypto Indio and then uh, BTC Sessions and then all these other creators. And then I discovered that there was a whole industry of creators who were actually making educational videos and tutorials on how to utilize cryptocurrency. So that's that's how I got in. And then I started making content through my website, uh, Crypto Insights Journal, and the associated YouTube channel. And I've been doing that for the last four years now. Nice. Very nice. So you got a chance to really get the front row seat to 2017 and watch the kind of craziness. (laughs) Yeah, 2017 was interesting because now when I, at the start of 2017, I was crazy for messing with magical internet money. By the end of 2017, when we were about 19, almost to 20K, everyone wanted to, hey, Jason, how do I get into this stuff, right? <laughs> and so it, 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 it was, it was interest, interesting to see the interest change. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, 2018, well, we all know what happened in 2018. Yep. So, <laughs> so it went back to Jason's crazy for messing with his magical internet money for, for a while. Yeah, it's funny how that happens at the top and then writing it down. But I think that it really, it really defines a lot of people in the space, flushes people out. And that bear market is an unfortunate reality and, and somewhat required uh, for for fringe spaces like crypto. Yeah. So what were you doing before before crypto? What was your kind of your day-to-day before you got in? Well, I was uh, I was a uh, IT support technician. Cool. So I was basically uh, fixing computers, um, installing, um, deleting malware, things like that, mm-hmm. you know, upgrading software, you know, n- nothing uh, special, but what happened was it allowed me to interact with people who were deeper into technology. Mm-hmm. And then those people were able to direct me towards um, where I am now, because I really don't think you can be, I mean, 
to be honest, you could be into crypto um, without being into the technology side. But I think up until maybe 2019, most of the people who got into crypto got in through the technology side. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to move value from point A to point B through a computer, as opposed to having to go to your local bank, is very interesting, especially on a tech on a technological side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the unique positions that you have and myself as a, as a content creator have is we really kind of get this fire hose of projects coming in and we can really identify trends. And that's not to like toot my own horn or anything, but you can really see based on the inquiries that you're getting and uh, the amount of you know comments and whatnot based on certain projects mm-hmm. or targeting certain projects, you can really see what's coming and, and what's already here. So with that being said, what are you what are you seeing right now in terms of trends that have really picked up some momentum? Well, DeFi mostly. I think that's the biggest wave yeah. right now. Um, the the fact that you can make liquidity basically at the snap of your finger mm-hmm. through you know UniSwap and SushiSwap and uh, what's the new one? Uh, Justin Swap. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, and I put out a, a meme a couple of weeks ago, whereas that you know the the one where the uh, suspicious uh, the the kid who's looking at the lady like really, and uh, it said, "So you're telling me putting all my money into a crypto named after food isn't a good idea?" <laughs> <laughs> You know, and uh, it, but even, even though that is the case, it's the idea that you can do it that makes it so interesting, Mm -hmm. you know, where I can just, well, and it was kind of the exciting part about blockchain and crypto to begin with is the fact that anybody can do it. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't require a big company. It doesn't require a bank. It doesn't require a government. It's just some person with a laptop and an idea mm-hmm. and they can revolutionize finance. I mean, that that's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a really interesting thing that a lot of people don't talk about is the age, the age restrictions on finance across mm-hmm. the world is, you know, if there's a, like a 13 year old kid that's tinkering around, there's nothing stopping them from from getting into crypto, and that's one of the the really interesting ideas that I like to toy around with. Is that the person who's going to change the industry as a whole could be someone that's you know Gen Z right now, you know somebody right. that's just going to tinker around. They they can't get a bank account, and they're building a business or something like that, and they need to make a better you know have different payment rails or something like that associated with their business. And it's a really exciting thing that there's no age restriction on it, you know? Well, and then you think that there's, it's a completely, well, I mean, you have, you have your tribalism in crypto, no doubt. Definitely. But by and large, it's very, what can you do? Mm -hmm. You know, as a, instead of like with the banks where the banks are more about who you know, and crypto is more about what you can do. And I think that's what makes it a more, fairer system Mm -hmm. and it makes it so that people from all walks of life can get involved you know because think about it we have people in crypto the age range in this space is enormous 
Mm-hmm. You know, you have teenagers who are interested in crypto. You have seniors who are interested in crypto. You know, and everybody can be involved in crypto because the only thing it requires to be involved in crypto is the internet connection. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have gone to Harvard or Yale or been a, a banker or Wall Streeter mm-hmm. to be in crypto. You yeah. know, it's a it's a very door opening. It's very eye opening. I mean, honestly, if you're not into crypto yet, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. And, and strangely enough, you know, with everything that's going on right now uh, in 2020, it's just there's a lot of uh, movement coming out of these bigger cities or these hubs like mm-hmm. Silicon Valley and things like that, where, you know, in historically you had talent condensed all there geographically you'd go there, you'd have opportunity there. And then the internet kind of started eroding that because then it was more so on skill and what you could do and people could get access to opportunities everywhere. And I think it's, it's kind of a bizarre uh, parallel where now decentralization and crypto with what's going on, it's just all of it coming together into this really, I won't say good direction, uh, just because it's a sad situation that we're, we're in, but, um, you know, it is kind of leveling the playing field in a way, away from the, the Silicon Valley and the, Sand Hill Roads uh, that are just the funding sources of of tech, you know. Right. So, well, I like to think that we move the we move the post towards decentralization because we've been talking about decentralization for so long, mm-hmm. and decentralization has been has become a common business term, where you don't want all of your operation focused in one place. Because that's a that's a threat vector, mm-hmm. right? And Bitcoin, for example, made that abundantly clear why you don't want a threat vector. Because people can shut you down if we go after this person, or if we go after that node, or we go after that location, or things like that. That's what killed the original cryptocurrencies. You, there was somebody you could go after. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a business you could go after. There was a person you can go after. And Bitcoin changed that because we don't know who created Bitcoin. We just have a name. Yeah. Right. But you have this thing that can be sent from Los Angeles to London to Tokyo within, geez, sometimes seconds. And there's no way to stop it. Mm -hmm. You know, so we forced society to look at decentralization because and we did it with money as opposed to uh, corporations, even though you do have decentralized corporations in crypto, whereas they don't, you know, we're not all in that building, Mm -hmm. right? But it was primarily the money and the technology that proved it, that decentralization is the way to go. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. So we touched on DeFi a little bit, all of these food, (laughs) these food swap companies uh, that I've been following pretty closely. In terms of, uh, you know what projects you're you're looking at right now. You know we, we obviously we talked to, uh, before the for the show a little bit about Divi. What what other projects are you are you looking into, and and what are you interested in uh, right now? Um, definitely Divi, and the reason why I like Divi is because of the community, mm-hmm. and I think that any crypto with a strong community has a chance of success. 
Yeah. You know, it it's that's why Dogecoin is still here. <laughs> because <laughs> Dogecoin true. has a massive community that is very vocal. Yeah. You know, and the the founder, the what's his name? Uh Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Is constantly telling people it's a meme coin. <laughs> but that meme coin is traded on most exchanges. So it's like, not anymore. yeah right yeah so it's like well it's that if if you have and i think that's one reason why i stayed so dedicated to crypto over the years is because of community Mm -hmm. you know and i i tell um i say it on twitter a lot if it weren't for the people that i know especially like you know like crypto indio naomi brockwell uh my friend ryan calder these are um people in crypto who motivate me Mm -hmm. and that kept that keeps me into crypto more than any of the price you know and for the longest time i didn't even talk about price on my channel that's actually a fairly recent development Mm -hmm. and that was mostly more of an experiment than anything else but for me it's about how can i provide value to you and how are you providing value to me and how are we making this community stronger that's that's the most important thing to me, and that that's why I I tend to focus on the cryptos and the projects that have a large base underneath them, mm-hmm. you know, so that we can have yeah. conversations like this. Yeah, community first is definitely the winning strategy and has been, you know, for f- since crypto has has kind of been incepted. And I I love the fact that you shouted out Ryan Calder. I met him in Vegas fantastic guy love uh, that guy yeah. love talking to him um really motivational really just genuine genuinely good guy yeah. well what 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 uh <laughs> it's funny because we went to uh san francisco together mm-hmm. we were on the uh uh crypto bit bus it was oh, a, yeah. a little uh thing <laughs> they had put together and i had met him once before and the reason why this person, the reason why Ryan is is such a place in, in my heart as a person is because he reached out to a person he didn't know. He didn't know me from Adam, but he still brought me into his circle, to his group of friends. He included me. And that means a lot to me. That's why I, I, I always shout him out. I always shout Crypto Indio out. I always shout... Um, uh, his name's a uh, crypto stash mm-hmm. you know chris was there. oh yeah and you know because that's what they did you know and you don't get that in other spaces yeah you know because yeah, coming from tech tech you don't do that <laughs> 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 you know but crypto has that you know hey you're you're here welcome to the party come on in you know yeah, very and, like a radically inclusive feeling. Radically every, inclusive. Every conference I've ever gone to, it was always, you know, hey, come meet my friends. Hey, let's go out to eat. You know, it's always just kind of like a family. It's a cool, really cool vibe for, of early yeah. adopters. Exactly. And and I mean, and I've I've met people from all over the crypto spectrum, you know, like I have friends who are in, in BSV, you know, because I don't I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you support. I care how you treat people. You yeah. know, I don't care who you think is Satoshi, whatever. All right. We already, we have beliefs outside of crypto that are way crazier than that. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not going to hold it against you if that's what you think. Now, if you come over here 
to disrespect people about it, now we have a problem. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think we've we've covered a ton. We covered the trend of food and DeFi. <laughs> and we covered, uh, you know, your background, what you've been working on. So where can people go learn more about your content and, and learn more about you? Well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's uh, at Dragon with Tech. Um, my YouTube channel is Crypto Insights Journal. And I also write freelance for Decrypt Media. So you can find my work on Decrypt. And uh, I want to shout them out too, because Decrypt has been a great outlet for me. So, and, and I really appreciate them a lot. Um, and that's about it. I mean, <laughs> if you want, you could sh- you come over to my new channel. It's called Ask a Brother. <laughs> it's me uh, and my brother. Nice. We're doing, uh, we're doing uh, tech. We're doing movies. We're doing uh, video games. We're doing crypto. It, it's a whole, we're trying to make it a whole new brand. So uh, cool. yeah, on YouTube, it's a Ask a Brother podcast. Nice. That's very cool. I love the podcasting on YouTube concept. I think it's it's a brilliant way of getting early early listeners and early viewers for sure. Well, exactly. thanks so much for coming on the show, Jason. If you guys are listening or watching, definitely check all the show notes for links to Jason's social media and everything. But once again, thank you so much for coming on, Jason. Thank you for having me, Steve. I appreciate it. 